Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. We love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand greyhounds. This is Dog Speed with Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts on SENZ. It is Cup Week, of course, and hopefully the enthusiasm, the excitement of the previous hour when the team have been talking about the New Zealand Trotting Cup for Tuesday can feed into this show as well as we preview our biggest night of greyhound racing in New Zealand for the year. It's on Thursday night, Addington Raceway for the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club. The first of 12 races is at 5.15, three Group 1s on the night. The $100,000 Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup is race 8 at 8.02. Prior to that, the Springston Hotel Galaxy at Group 1 level for the short course sprinters. That's race 6 at 7.18. And the Rosen Thistle New Zealand Stayers Cup featuring no keeper. That's race 10 at 8.41. The undercard is outstanding. A man who will play his part is Dan Roberts, because you'll be handling a few dogs in those key races, I would imagine, Dan, plus your own runners on the undercard. How good is it, do you think? Yeah, it's outstanding. The uh, sleepless nights are starting to come in. The excitement level's gone through the roof. The biggest week of the year for us in racing. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I will be handling any of those, Rosa. I think I'll uh, have to leave that to some handy staff. I'll be up in uh, trackside dining, emceeing on the night, so uh, I'll have to leave my, my trusted athletes to someone else. Wow, here we go. This is, um, and this is obviously a springboard. This show, Dog Speed Dance, launched you to, to, to start them on track. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I think early on I did one show and then I was calling a bingo night somewhere. So uh, <laughs> certainly, certainly getting, 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 getting some more work from it. Yeah. Here we go. So, uh, so you're going to be paying handlers to handle your dogs. It's, it sounds like almost a, a, a Fahey scenario. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll feel like a, I'll feel a bit like Dave Fahey, probably watching from the grandstand. <laughs> um, I'll pay them based on a performance. <laughs> based on a performance basis, ah, so they'll have to do the, do the job to, to get paid. Yeah, no, like it, like it, Dan. Right, speaking of Fahey, when we talk about New Zealand Greyhound Cups, Gene and Dave Fahey, they have won nine, nine since 2006, the most recent of them, two years ago, Rock on John, and Dave Fahey is kindly joining us now. Dave, uh, look, um, very good afternoon to you, Dave. Uh, obviously, you've done this so many times before but does New Zealand Cup Week still get you and Gene a bit excited? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely New Zealand Cup's the big one for me Yeah, in the week, the whole week Well you're chasing 10 Dave and you've got three runners in but we're going to go straight to number 8 and that is Opawa Superstar, the dog who started favourite last year as, a, as an absolute baby, ran a sensational third really under the circumstances, and here we are 12 months down the track, kind of where we expected he would be. 
but it's been an interesting 12 months. So Dave, I'm just wondering if you could explain whether uh, a few months ago you even thought you might be here with a superstar because it hasn't been the easiest year with him, has it? No, right up to um, the Auckland Cup, he's, he's he was great, um, you know, exceptional. And then um, he sort of lost a bit of, I don't know, three or four lengths, and he <clears throat> he didn't have the finish that he had in the few earlier on, and um, had a couple of issues with him. And and then I think the last maybe the last month he I, he might be getting close to back where he was then. So uh, fingers crossed. Dave, was there anything specific with Superstar that was sort of causing that downturn in performance, a particular injury? No, we couldn't pinpoint pinpoint what it was. And um, so, yeah, it was, and it just, then he injured his hip, um, left hip, after the winning the, um, Australia, for the Nationals. For the Nationals, at Addington. yep. And he couldn't go, couldn't go over there and, um, so worked on that and got that right, and um, with that extra three or four weeks or head off, as I think he's um, whatever else was wrong with him to come right as well. So he's just about hundred percent, I think. Dave, what an interesting build-up you've had in this campaign with him, starting at the Manawatu, where he ran an excellent second to hometown hero, who is a race rival on Thursday, and then the win in the heat and the semi-final of the Cup. Was that something that you penciled in after that injury? That that's how you would approach the cup with him? Yeah, well, I didn't want to give him a five twenty. He puts everything so much into everything, and um, I thought a four five seven would be perfect for him, easier run, uh, fresh up. So and, and trialing is not that good for him. He strip, he gets wound up so much, and um, yeah, it just worked out perfectly here how the race races panned out and then I think your race was about three weeks later after that race at Palmy that he yeah, had the heat heat New Zealand Cup heat. And he was very good in that, uh, getting past another group one winner in, in Charlotte Lou over the concluding stages, thirty and nineteen the second fastest. Then into the semi, Dave twenty nine and sixty nine are the fastest of the semi-finals, narrowly ahead of Federal Infrared. Would you put that performance of Superstar up there with his very best runs? It's probably the best beginning he's ever made. But yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, it's it just right up to his how he was like when he won the Auckland Cup, when he was at his that was a real peak of last year. So I think he's just about back there. He's. Davey, three runs back in this campaign. Do you think he can go better again on Thursday night? Do you think he's at full fitness yeah, now and can yeah. go better again? Yeah, maybe slightly. But uh, Federer Infrared is a pretty smart dog, so it's, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be tricky getting around it. Certainly will, Dave. Um, since you came back, you've drawn seven, eight, seven, and now you're out in eight again for the Cup final. So when you first saw his draw and the draw of the other dogs alongside. What was your instant reaction? Uh, I thought about before the draws came out what I'd want and thought maybe inside Federer and Ferret. But um, when the draw came out, I was now pretty happy. Yeah, The, the dogs inside him uh, go left. Most of them go pretty left. There's no wide runners really, so... Uh, 
could work out pretty good for him, hopefully. We certainly hope so, uh, Dave. It's going to be a fantastic race, and let's hope that uh, all runners get a, a decent track. Now, you've got two others in here. And, Dave, off the inside, Opawa Warrior. He's only had 22 starts. He's won nine of them. He's been 10 times second, including his last four. He chased home Federal Infrared in a semi-final. He's by American Warrior, who you won the Cup with in 2016. How special is it, having him in there, by American Warrior out of another of your very, very best, the Pawa Shackley. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I was watching, actually watched a replay of um, American Warrior a couple of days ago winning the Cup, and uh, no, he was a really good dog. And Pawa Shackley, she was, uh, she was probably, yeah, behind one some actually the best pitch I've ever had. Mm. Now, obviously, he's giving away class, he's giving away experience, he's giving away age and he comes up with his first ever box one, what chance do you give him of filling a podium position from there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be top four with that draw he can. He hasn't begun as good as he can the last two or three starts and um, he can really come out flying sometimes so uh, any trouble he could, could capitalise on it and he should be given a bit of space by Mustang Charlie, who's not the quickest beginner and no railer, of course, Dave. Um, a power warrior, just to my eye, the last few starts, he, he looks to have got stronger. Is that the case? Yeah, we've picked up the workload on him and um, seems to be helping a bit, yeah, leading up to this. Now, what about... Yeah, now, obviously, you've got a great record for a power racing and other owners as well, Dave. Um, but here's Gene and Dave Fahey owning and training a cup finalist here and Mrs. Chin out of your former very smart bitch in, uh, in She's a Ripper. Has she surprised you getting through to this final? She's actually, she's, for the last month, she's really um, got stronger and she's pretty gutsy wee thing. And, uh, yeah, no, she's, uh, she was lucky to have the weakest heat and, but she still had to do a bit to qualify, so yeah, now I'm, now I'm really happy to have her in there. Is she another one, Dave, that in the last couple of weeks has maybe got um, a little bit stronger? I must admit, like it was a bit of a messy semi-final the other night, to be fair, but I, I, I was on her for the place, and, and I pretty much wrote her off after 50 metres, but she found a way to get second. Yeah, she has got stronger with, with the racing, and um, it, she struggled to hold on over... And C1 races to start with, just getting run down third and fourth, and um, so we just we thought about sprinting her, and then we just all just persevere, keep going a bit longer, and um, she strengthened up, and uh, yeah, going really nice races. So, and she can actually, um, she hasn't begun as good as she can lately as well, and she can actually make a flyer occasionally, and she runs pretty straight. So, yeah, you never know. She, bounced, she could bounce out as well, possibly. Indeed. It'll be fascinating, obviously, to the first bend. Now, Federal Infrared's been brilliant to the first bend uh, in this series. She's a clear and obvious danger, Dave. Are there any others there that you, you feel are a, are a threat to yours, and in particular, of course, Superstar? Uh, Craig Stoll went good. Um, Quinsel Bale. And, uh, yeah, and definitely... Feeder infrared ones be worried about. Mm. Well, might get Dan to jump in there then, Dan. Um, Fahey's going for 10. Uh, your dad's got three. 
Is he a chance to go four with Quintessa Bale? Yeah, definitely a chance. Uh, she was pretty impressive um, in her semi semi win. She's only a little bit, but she certainly makes her presence felt. I'm sensing a bit of deja vu around a power superstar, though, because uh, as we alluded to earlier, American Warrior, he uh, he went through his cup series with boxes eight, seven, and then eight again in the final. Um, could mm. be a bit of a repeat scenario here for uh, a power superstar and Dave off the eight. <laughs> Look, maybe yeah, I have had a too. bit of <laughs> had a bit, bit of luck with box draws in his only cup in the past. So, uh, <laughs> well, if there's one race you won't know. be lucky, and it's certainly the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the case. Um, now, um, Dave, let's move to the uh, Springston Hotel Galaxy. You've got the favourite there, Opawa Rider, drawn box one by American Warrior out of Opawa Shackley, little brother to. Opawa Warrior, and since reverting pretty much exclusively to the sprints, he's been absolutely outstanding. I wondered, though, whether he'd be able to get through the series with three good jumps. So far, so good. Yeah, I'm worried about this week, though, with um, Robin's other dog outside him, Lisa Waratini's uh, power barns. It is a concern, a beginner, obviously, with Barnes. pretty consistent <laughs> yeah, beginner, <he's>... yeah. <laughs> Yeah, five in the five in the seven cut left as well. It's it's a really tricky one, Dave, and especially for punters because you don't want to tip against a power rider, but you can see very easily how things could go wrong. What are your confidence levels that he can get out quickly enough to avoid Barnes, or how would he go trying to shrug him off? He's about um, he's about one kilo lighter. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that um, they could take each other out. There's a good chance that that would happen, but um, if if Barnes jumps clear of him and he's sat behind him, he he might be right then. But um, I don't think he can beat him out. Actually, looking at the replays and they're in the same first section the other day, but they'll be bashing a bit if they give him the same first section this time. Sounds like you're saying uh, punter beware here, Dave. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong, but. Uh, it, yeah, I'll be looking at um, Brendan Cole's one or, or number eight. Who's number eight? Simon the Pieman. Yeah, and Brendan Cole's one and six, I think it is. I'd be. But I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yep, sure. Yeah. Yep, big time Prada there in box six. We will be talking to Alison Lee with Simon the Pieman very shortly here on Dog Speed. Um, but you've won a couple of galaxies, uh, Dave. Hope you remember Octane Spark back in 2010. That's my favourite galaxy winner of yours. Uh, going to the uh, Stayers feature, Dave. Rosen Thistle, New Zealand Stayers Cup, race number 10. Now, obviously, you know, no keeper was quite outstanding last week, setting the track record. But Centurion continued on his merry way. He's been quite awesome this campaign. And he won the other heat from the front. And he, <laughs> he seems to want to take up a uh, pacemaker's role these days. Yeah, he's had a lot of luck with the draws as well. Um, a lot of box ones. But, um, yeah, he's, we did a lot of box work early on. And um, before he went out, he went out for a spell. Had a month back at Ray Amos' place. And um, since he's come back from there, he's uh, yeah, he's done him really well. And he's um, he, sh- he possibly got a bit of improvement in as well from last week. So, yeah. He should be right up there with no keeper, not far away anyway. Excellent. Now, 
Dave, how, how do you see the race? I mean, obviously, no keeper ran ridiculous sectionals last week, 1708 um, split, and you know, there's nothing wrong with Centurion sectionals either, of course, and he broke 43 seconds. Do you want to be in front of no keeper here, or are you happy to sort of trail him? Oh, the only chance to beat him would be in front of him. And, um, you yeah, know, no keeper, he, he made an absolute fly the other day, which he hasn't done for a long time. So, um, yeah, you never know if you can get in front of him and any trouble, but he's an amazing dog, no keeper, and, um, yeah, hard, hard to see anyone beating him. You said that you have to be in front of him to probably beat him, Dave. Uh, if you if you came out better than him, do you think you'd have enough speed to, to hold him at bay or do you think he'd burn you for pace? Just depends. I'd say Karen's dog will be come, cutting across the field as well. So just see where they posse up on the um, down the back straight. But, um, yeah, he can also bomb the start as well. Uh, my dog, so um, yeah, I wouldn't guarantee he'd be leading. Well, let's hope he's on his best behaviour. Now, Dave, are you going to be um, watching from the grandstand on, on Thursday like Dan Roberts? I mean, okay, Dan's working, fair enough. Um, but uh, Or will you be out on the track yourself? Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't go to the races too much these days, but um, I'll be there on Thursday um, catching, catching the odd one, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And hopefully, hopefully lead you back to the... <laughs> Good on you. Um, just before yeah. we let you go, Dave, we, we really appreciate your time. Um, looking back on the, on those nine cups, is there any that stand out? Are there any that are a little more special than others? Do you treat them all the same? I know you celebrate them all the same. Yeah, I always said the favourite one was um, Rockabye Lad. Mm. Uh, so I was getting mad had won the... Um, I think it was half a million dollar. I mean, two hundred fifty thousand dollar race six weeks before, which was the richest race ever in New Zealand. And um, he came back over for the cup and rocker by lad. They they were stride and stride all the way, and uh, he just pulled away in the last. He was outside size can matter and um, pulled away at the rest right at the end. And um, it was a really good race. Yeah, exciting race, and that was one of my favourite ones. Yeah, well, this week looks pretty exciting as well. Your traditional celebration, of course, is on the Friday show day uh, out at the Sefton. Um, but have you got a clash this year, Dave? Um, I've had a wee change of plan. Oh, okay. I've changed my airfare, and I'm going to be there at 11 o'clock till about maybe 3 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, and then I've got to go to, yeah, go to the Catlins for a wedding, on the, my niece's wedding on the Saturday. How did Gene oh, feel about yeah. that, mate? <laughs> hey, how did Gene well, feel about happy, that? But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've got a uh, yeah. I'm Tradition should not be tampered while. with, Dave. Tradition should not be tampered with. So um, no, I'm glad right, you yeah. managed to work out. Yep, and marriage is all about compromise. Yeah. You know that too. So, yeah. Good exactly. On, yeah. Hey, good yeah. on you. Hey, th- thanks, Dave. Hope to catch up with you on Thursday. All the best. Thanks very much. Thanks, Mark and Dan. Thanks. Dave Fahey there, um, the uh, co-trainer along with his wife, Jean, of three runners in the New Zealand Cup, also the favourite in the Galaxy Sprint and one of the favourites in the New Zealand Stayers Cup. 12.18 here on Dog Speed with Greyhound Racing in New Zealand. There's a meeting at Monaco this afternoon from 1.02. I'm actually calling that uh, race 
one of 12 at uh, 102. You can check out all the field and form and replays on grnz.co.nz. But our focus is on this Thursday night, the biggest greyhound meeting of the year in New Zealand with three group ones. And shortly we'll chat to Alison Lee about Simon the Pieman in the Galaxy Sprint Final. Ten years after she won the same race with a dog called Clone Your Own. Of course, we're building up to Thursday night's massive meeting at Addington Raceway for the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club with no fewer than three Group 1 races on the card. And the first of those is race number six at 7.18 Thursday, $30,000 stake, the 2022 Springston Hotel Galaxy over the 295 metres. North Canterbury trainer Alison Lee has a runner, Simon the Pieman, who's drawn very nicely up in box number eight, and Alison kindly joins us now. Alison, um, thanks for your time. First and foremost, I'd just like you to tell us a little bit about Simon the Pieman as a dog. He's, he's a three-and-a-half-year-old now that you uh, you bred yourself. What's he like? Um, he's a really nice dog. Um, he's yeah, he's calm in the kennels, um, an idiot at the track, but, you know, he's a lovely boy. When you say he's an idiot at the track, does, does he kind of um, leave a bit out in the stirrup or do you, do you keep him in the kennel for the stirrup? How do you play it with him? Um, in the kennel block, he's just absolutely hopeless. He wears a, um, a suit, a hide suit um, for calming um, and usually his mat is shredded every time I get him out so he just stresses in the kennels. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty serious. I understand his, uh, his kennel name is Walt. Now, it's race number six, so it's the earliest of the group ones. Is it kind of with him, Alison, um, the earlier the race, the better? It, it, yeah, it, it is. Um, and, of course, we don't have to kennel him until quite quite late, too. So um, he's not in there as long as him. I'm, I'm quite pleased he's not in there as long as he can be. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It does help a lot. Yeah, it does. You drew box number eight with him in the semi-final. Box eight, on the face of it, just looks to suit him anyway. Uh, he was beaten a neck by Money Bags, who's now number seven in the final. Likes to cut left a bit. Corbon Carty's drawn five, likes to cut left. And, of course, a power Barnes is a very hard rider, drawn box number three. How pleased were you when you saw the draw with Simon the Pieman? I am so pleased. There's gonna, uh, it, it could be... It, Turn out to be a really rough race, so I'm absolutely wrapped with the draw. Um, he'll be a little bit slow out, um, but then, yeah, hopefully he'll get clear air with money bags railing, all going well. Mm. Indeed, and do you think that he's well enough and good enough to take advantage of that and to get a decent slice of of, of the stake? He threw the race really well. Um, this qualifying race really well. He's happy, um, so yeah, no no injuries or anything. So. I'm just hoping that he can jump better than he has been. He he can, like, he has jumped before, um, but not very often. But he'll need to, he'll need to on Thursday night. Alison, it's the 10-year anniversary of you winning this race with a, a dog called Clone Your Own, and for anybody who doesn't yeah. remember that dog, he was he was quite outstanding. Tell us about Clone and, and what you remember of that night 10 years ago. Um, I didn't expect much from that night. <laughs> I thought, oh yeah, he'll he's in the race and he'll do his best. Um, yeah, just couldn't believe it. Absolutely couldn't believe it. it was yeah, a great great thrill. Mm, I haven't huge. been back to watch that race. I know there was a, there was a fair bit of drama in it, but his performance from memory was quite outstanding. Yeah, he came out wide, um, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he um, he missed the jump like he always used to, and um, yeah, he just came down. He was yeah. His, his usual pot coming home 
running home strong at the end of his races. And he did an outstanding job for you uh, across his career. He sure did, yeah. Um, he was the first dog at Addington he, ha he held. I don't know whether he still holds it. He held the grade record at Addington over the 295. He was the first dog to break 11 seconds um, in the first split. He went 10.98 run, um, you know, in that split run home split so um, yeah and then he of course he went to Australia for us and trained by Robbie Britton Indeed and won a what group 2 there I think from memory uh, Yeah he won the Harrison Dawson which was then a group 2 it's um, now a group 1 but he only won it by a nose but he won so um, yeah yep. no, he was he was good for us yeah, which, which proved obviously that he was also a very good middle distance dog as well as picking up a short course sprint like the Galaxy yeah, he wasn't. A, um, he was. A, he was. It was a middle distance dog, but he wasn't a strong, um, strong at the at the end on a on a middle distance. He he didn't come home as strong as what he did over a sprint. So, but you yeah, know, he did. He went at um, like he he won at the Meadows and Sandown, um, Sale and a few of the other over there. So he 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 did really well over there. For us. And as good as he was, though, Allison. Um not your best dog ever. That mantle would have to go to, to above all, wouldn't it? Sure would. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a special boy, that one. He sure was. Um, two group ones, would... group twos. Yeah. Another that uh, Robbie Britton trained for you uh, in Australia, and uh, that just must have been one hell of a thrill. Oh, it was amazing. He was a beautiful boy over here too. Um, like, he, he won his first start, and then he fell on his second, and... Yeah, we trialled him here at Addington before we sent him over to Robbie, and we thought, right, he's he's got to go. So, um, you know, he was a really lovely boy. Yeah, miss him like crazy. Mm. Mm. Um, look, I'm pretty sure that's the dog. I was devastated one day at Manawatu. I was going to get to call him, and you had to scratch. I think that might have been after the fall. Have I got the right dog there? Um, yeah, we... Um, we were taking him to Manawatu and then we were going to send him over to Australia and then he was just not quite right, 100% going to Manawatu. Uh, so we thought, no, we're not going to risk it. So we scratched him and after that he was on the next plane over to Australia. Mm. And he did it all for you and uh, and uh, Merv O'Brien over there as well. That was uh, just fantastic. So, uh, Alison, um, look, really good just to, to catch up to, uh, to, to reminisce, but um, hopefully... Um, this coming Thursday, right in the here and now. You've got another Group 1 finalist, and we wish you all the very best for that. Yeah, thank you very much, Mark. That's great. Thanks for your time, Alison. Alison Lee there, North Canterbury trainer. And, Dan, it's um, a, uh, a locally bred story, a small kennel, a kennel that's done it before, um, that work really hard, obviously, on their bloodlines and have done a, a job and people that maybe sort of go under the radar, certainly for the casual observers out there, the people in the industry know what people like Alison have done, but from the casual observers on the outside, uh, her and her partner, Move O'Brien, they've had, um, they've had you know, quite, a, quite a 20, 25 years. Yeah, yeah, no, certainly, especially you talk about those two dogs, clone your own, and um, above all, uh, anyone's happy to have one dog good enough to send it over to Australia and to have two over to go over there and, and have considerable success that they did, um, certainly outstanding for for just 
the, the small sort of team that they do, they obviously do a great job with them. It's an interesting race. I uh, As soon as the draw comes out, I, I just skipped the field and went straight to box eight to see who was lucky enough to have uh, flopped in that draw. Um, he's very strong over the 295, so if he gets a look at them, he's definitely got a chance. Yeah. Now, uh, your dad's runner there, uh, Corborn Cardi, box number five. Now, we know he likes to, uh, to, to cut left, and he put one of the pre-post favourites out of the uh, contest, or helped, uh, in, in Ritzer Alert in that semi-final. So what are you thinking with Cardi? Is a, a sub-17 second dog at his best? Yeah, I think I don't think we've seen the best of Cardi in his last five starts. I, I think he can. He, he's easily a, still a sub-17 dog, but uh, he's just been beating himself a wee bit at the start, and then obviously trying to get across the rail, getting tangled up with other dogs. Hasn't been helping his cause, but um, a power of Barnes to his inside certainly a help. And uh, if he can pick it cleanly, he's capable of running home sub-11 seconds, I imagine. So he's definitely not without a chance, but he needs to pick it cleanly. Well, your dad's won four, looking for his uh, fifth galaxy there. Now, a lot you were having me on a bit the other night, uh, Dan, when we were chatting about going back a few generations. So um, I thought I, I thought I'd do this for you, and I, <laughs> I didn't actually write this down. So this is coming off the top of my head, but this is for Simon the Pyman, right? So Simon the Pyman, uh, bred by Alison Lee, and he's out of uh, out of Party Line. Now Party Line was out of Kara Janks. Kara Janks was by Fashion Thief. Now Fashion Thief ran second in a galaxy a year after running third in a New Zealand Cup. Fashion Thief was raced by Kipros Kotsikas, who your dad trains a dog for, uh, Mackie's Girl. Now, Kara Yanks was out of more than this, and more than this is out of Little Girl Lost. And in 1996, Little Girl Lost started in a New Zealand Championship final as it was then, now New Zealand Cup, as one of the favourites and finished fifth for Allison and Mervyn. So there you go. That's my little generational tour of Simon the Pyman <laughs> linking it up with uh, with Galaxy and uh, and Cup Runners. So uh, that's me for the day, Dan. And yeah, we better move on and talk about so the, the here and now. And the here and now is that the New Zealand Greyhound of the Year is a dog called No Keeper. He is a quite incredible. He now has stake earnings of 274000 and he's a hot favourite for the $30,000 Rosen Thistle New Zealand Stayers Cup. I was going to try and look at another angle for this race, but in the end I just couldn't. So we're going to have Gary Cleave to chat with us about No Keeper's track record run last week, right after this. Our third and final Group 1 of Thursday night's card at Addington Raceway is the Rosen Thistle New Zealand Stayers Cup over the 732 metres. And in the heat last week, No Keeper broke the track record of Dinah Wesland with a run of 42.62. So I felt we probably had to talk to Gary Cleave this week. Gary, welcome and thanks for your time. Look, he's got nothing to prove to anybody, this dog, but it was a remarkable performance last Thursday. And I need to know, did it surprise you? Very much surprised. Um, sort of going into the race, I was quite pleased the club decided to put on that heats even though there are only sort of five dog fields as I sort of felt that Kev would probably benefit from the run um, sort of a number of the opposition had sort of taken different paths um, Centurion had had some good performances over 520 and Rowan Bayer would sort of come through the middle distance New Zealand Cup heats as well so they were all getting racing and, and Kev was sort of sitting on the sidelines at home so um Really, really pleased that they did have the heats, and um, yeah, I, I sort of thought he'd take some improvement out of it. But 
Um, it was obviously uh, further ahead than uh, what I thought. Gary, you told us a story uh, at the annual Greyhound Awards about your son. When you, when you get home after a win and you poke your head into his bedroom door and you'd ask him what he thought of the performance. And, and quite often you said he'd be disappointed when, when there wasn't a time posted. So when you poked your head in his bedroom uh, on Wednesday night, what did he have to say? Yeah, he was very happy. Um, bit of boasting that uh, perhaps his father didn't know as much as what he did with sort of uh, taking a step backwards and did a few things that we hadn't sort of done. Um, we sort of tried to step his work up um, when we sort of contested the silver collar and obviously sort of going to Australia, we sort of thought, you know, we're up against the best. We've sort of got to do everything we can with him. So, um, yeah, sort of learned a lot from the Australian trip and sort of came back and just sort of decided to do things that um, were the old ways when he when he was sort of running the time. So whether we had been just giving him too much or um, too much of one type of work, I don't know. But, um, yeah, Anthony's uh, methods uh, got the results the other night. So boast, boasting <laughs> rights to him. <laughs> Indeed. And, Gary, I'm sure you won't even mind just given that performance. Now, how did he come through it? Because he's run some electric sectionals there, 1708 through the sprint. Now, we know that the top stayers can run some extraordinary um, sectionals, and that's the great thing about them, and then they can run another lap as well. But still, 1708 was, was, was quite extraordinary. It's like he's been stretching every sinew there. So what was he like the next day, and how has he been since? Um, he came through the race good. Um, obviously, with breaking the track record, he was put into the swab bay, and one of the issues we do have with him is he's not a great piddler straight after a race. Um, yeah, so he went into the swab bay, and when we tried for the swab an hour later, we sort of couldn't get enough sample, and he had to go back in. Um, but that, that's just Kev. Um, a bit more time in the swab bay, we, we got a good sample. and um, yeah, He was a wee bit tired that night, but we're still looking forward to his burger when he got home, and looking for extras as I sort of shut up the kennels. But, um, yeah, the next day he was bright as a button. Um, went out for a free gallop yesterday and um, did plenty of mileage. And um, he had a fast gallop today. And, yeah, Anthony was sort of jumping off the off the motorbike and uh, grabbing him at the end just so he didn't do too much. So, um, yeah, no, really happy with the way, the way he is and where he's at at the moment. Gary, that was his uh, his first race since the 20th of October and obviously over 7.32. It's, it's never easy going. Uh, he's broken the track record. Do you think he'll be fitter and can go better again this coming Thursday? Um, I'd like to see him just go as good, really. Um, we've sort of come up with the same draw. Um, obviously, it's the, the final this time. Um, just needs to do what he did last week, you know, put himself... In the running, um, yeah, probably the, the telling factor would probably be that first 100 metres, whether he can sort of find the lead or avoid any trouble in the early rush. So now that he has broken a, another track record, do you do you put Aussie on the radar again? Are you thinking about taking him back over there at all? Sort of looked at the results of the Top Gun Stairs last night. 
Um, we've looked at the money here, like um, Invercargill's got a, a $20,000 staying race next month, and then Waikato's got um, a good staying race in early January. Um, he'll be four years old in February, which, you know, hopefully it's not the end of his career, but, you know, he's he's 12 months older than when we started this mission last year. You know, it was, it was the end of Cup Week, and a maiden 600 up against the New Zealand Cup winner in Delicia Bale. So, um, yeah, we had a go at Aussie, and, um, you know, after the race there, I always sort of said to those around that we sort of thought he would probably rip off a race in Australia, but it might take him four, five, six goes to do it. Um, Whereas, you know, we can sort of come home and just sort of um, battle away quietly, sort of um, taking on the features here. So, no, we've we've had a crack at Aussie and we'll, we'll probably stay at home. Gary, uh, we wish you and Gaylene and Anthony and Sydney all the very best with no keeper on, on Thursday. He is uh, an absolute highlight in his own right on a, a night of, of absolute stars. So, once again, thanks for your time. I know we're keeping you from travelling down to... Um, Invercargill with a, a team of dogs for tomorrow. You gave us uh, no expense last time. It's won its last couple, and I see he's going back, or he's going down there. Do we follow up on him, or is there another one you can throw us out before you get underway there? Yeah, no no expense and no speed. Um, I've sort of drawn a tough race. They're sort of not well graded, sort of taking on the C2s. Um, i got four in the maiden race. I was actually chasing some maiden heats, but they only got enough for a straight final uh, next meeting, so um, probably no dispute, I think. Um, big dog, long stride, sort of takes him a, a wee bit to find his, his feet early, but um, he's got his share of ability, and I think the big U-turn track will see. Terrific. Thanks, Gary. Safe travel. Look forward to catching up with you on Thursday night. No, look forward to it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Gary Cleave for your team, and... Um, Dan, uh, we're a bit tight on time here, but quickly looking at the uh, New Zealand Stayers Cup and uh, your father's kennel, got a couple in there, Rowan Bale, Willene Bale, um, Matt's got a couple in there, your brother, uh, Nighthawk Style, Claus and Leo. Just on Rowan Bale, he tried to stay with no keeper and he actually did a pretty good job for, what, two-thirds, three-quarters of that race last week um, before he punctured. How did he come through that? I mean, we know he can run a good 700, but perhaps... A run as hard as that was um, just a touch soon. Yeah, definitely wasn't ideal timing. Um, obviously, we had our eyes set on the New Zealand Cup for him, but um, fell short. He come through the run surprisingly really well, actually. And like you say, he he, he went it was sort of sticking with no keeper for two thirds or half of the race. He, he wasn't. He was sort of hot on his heels when they're running track record sectionals. Um, he was always going to need the run, which which was evident. Willene Bale got over him late, but I can imagine he'll be a big improver come Thursday. And drawn underneath Willene Bale, which is outstanding. That's race 10, <laughs> featuring the straight-out champion that is uh, no keeper. You are with Dog Speed with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. We'll take a quick break on the other side. A quick wrap with uh, Master of Ceremonies, Dan Roberts also masquerades as a trainer and he's got some in on Thursday and hopefully he can pick up some of the cash as well. We're in a very short home straight here on Dog Speed. Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts as we preview the biggest night of greyhound racing for the calendar year 
Addington Raceway Thursday night part of Cup Week. First of 12 races, 5.15, three Group 1s, and an incredible undercard. And Dan Roberts, you are part of this undercard. You've got four dogs in the first uh, five races. So I'll just have a quick look through those. Race 1, number 2, Mini Adobe, a greyhound you tipped out to me last start. Things didn't quite work out for her. She actually ran a good race for second to Lucky Jack, but got her over the 520 this time. Yeah, so I reverted back to the sprint trip where she went a, a pretty good second. Um, she, she can go the 520. Um, she's just a confidence dog, and she wasn't racing with a lot of confidence, but that second last start helps her, and I, I give her a bit of a chance here. Um, I think she could probably ping and uh, lead out and give them something to chase for a long way. Race two, number two again, that's Empty Garden, Dan, and uh, obviously you were chasing a berth in the Galaxy final, which didn't work out. He got a couple of uh, box eights there. Now, he goes back to 520 metres. You've been sprinting uh, him lately. Yeah, um, he, he's another one. He can go the 500. Um, he was just going so good over the short, so opted to, to keep him over that distance. The Galaxy sort of looked a wee bit easier on paper than the New Zealand Cup. Um, he's another. He, he probably has to lead over 500, but um, he, he's got a bit of bit of speed. And if he can pick the jump, which he doesn't always do, he uh, he could also give them something to chase for a wee way as well. He's drawn next door to a Power Dragon, who we were thinking might be in the New Zealand Cup final, but things didn't work out for her or Charlotte Lou in that particular semi. Race four, number six, Quetzal Bale in the 6:45 meter feature, a winner over the trip last start. Yeah, he surprised me a wee bit last start. He went went a lot better than uh, than I anticipated. But he's he's another one. He's a confidence dog, and um, his confidence was well down. But he managed to get a pretty soft lead in that last six hundred, and uh, I imagine he'll take a lot of benefit out of it. But uh, I think this field's probably just a bit too rich for him. It's a nice field. Hey, next door to him's Raja Bale. Dan, any thoughts on his mysterious fifth of five? In a heat of the Stayers Cup, I mean, he'd beaten no keeper over the 6.45 the time before. It just wasn't the Raja we know. No, it certainly wasn't. Um, yeah, he, he was certainly disappointing, but he's uh, he's come off the back of that just slightly under the weather. Nothing too serious, but just slightly under the weather. So we're working on him for Thursday, and hopefully we'll see the best Raja Bale back at the track. Yeah, he could break through the $100,000 barrier there. And your last one in Grandview Ace, race five, number two. Now, this is a hot, hot class two field. Wide Boy and Sefton Heights from the Fahey Kennel. Big Daddy and Postman Pat, Pat from, from Team Hart. Can your girl get a slice of the pie? Yeah, as you say, it's certainly a hot field, but uh, I'm not I'm not shying away. I think she's definitely capable. She's got plenty of ability. Um, I'm not sure how genuine she is, but she's definitely a, a top three chance. She'll be barn, barn stomping at the at the finish, and uh, there's a few of them that might just get found out late over that 520, some of them having their first first look at the distance. Um, I probably, well, she's she had been jumping really good, actually, so if she can get handy, uh, they'll be doing they'll be doing good to try and hold her out. Good luck there, Dan. Good luck, too, with your uh, your MCing there on the night. And, um, look, we've got uh, a minute left. Uh, your New Zealand Cup winner, who are you going for there? Oh, I think I'm going to go with Opawa Superstar off the eight. I think he's just going to get a clean run around the outside, and uh, I think he's going to improve off that semi-final and, and go better again on, on Thursday night. Me too. Galaxy? I don't know. I can't decide. I, I, was, I, I had a feeling you were going to ask, and I kept looking at the field during the ad break. Um, I, I think I'm going to go a power Barnes. I just think he could he could jump to the lead, and uh, and just I mean it's going to be hard to catch if he finds the lead. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go right, but I can't back it at a dollar sixty for all the reasons that we've talked about on this show. No keepers, obviously the one to beat in the Stayers Cup. Maybe Rowan for a place.
Yeah, definitely. He's going to be a big improver um, if he chases uh, no keeper again. I don't think he'll beat him, but definitely place place bet. Hey, Dan, thanks for your time this morning. Thoroughly appreciated. We'll wrap it all up in seven days' time to everybody out there across the codes. Just enjoy your Cup Week. Crowds are back. It's going to be fantastic, and you'll hear lots about it here on SENZ. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.